Make the feelings reverse This life I'm living is search And that was the first Selling college Working part time To get my car fixed And put dents in my pockets Know what I'm trying to say is I depended on dudes for mad shit But they didn't come through for half of it So the fact is We all actors In this movie of life Roland Alright so uh, I have Carmen Morales here What's up? You're at what comedian? Yeah, actress. Right. Sure. Is that what you do? Uh, all of it. Social media influencer. Or is that, <laughs> you have to get at a certain point before you're a social media influencer. I don't think I'm an influencer. I think I, I think if I think if if people, I am just tweeting the things now that are going to incriminate me later. That's what I would say as far as my <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> my social media influences. No, we 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 know we we know each other for a long time. At least like fifteen years. So it was like a ninth grade, right? Something like that. Yeah, for you. You took me to my uh, my first Insane concert. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know we were gonna start the show off by embarrassing me. Yeah, no, it was, no, I, it was I, great. It was a great I, time. I like Justin Timberlake. It was a great time. I uh, I had a great time. That's the only time I ever saw them, though. Okay. I don't think I'd ever pay that kind I, of money again. But. No, I saw I saw Justin when he went solo. Mm-hmm. That was my senior, but I think we went my freshman year high school. We did drama and stuff together. Yep. You're, Theater together. And now you're in LA. And now I'm in LA. How long have you been out here? Uh, like five and a half months, almost six months. How's it going? That's my that's my roommate. Don't mind that. I mean, okay. we're we're in my room. <laughs> you know, so like it's nice. It's fun. It's like really uh, intimate and vulnerable to talk to you about struggling while I'm looking at the place you sleep. Right. That's my bed. <laughs> um. See my roommates doing the dishes. We're just gonna keep. We're just gonna do the damn thing. Yeah. Um. Just kind of avoid. Just ignore all that stuff. Okay. Um. But yeah, you've been out here for six months. Six months, and I've uh, I've enjoyed it. I've, I've I've encountered some, you know, some hardships, but I'm making it work. I'm currently living in a studio apartment, um, in bunk beds with another grown woman. So I got that going for me, you know. Yeah. But uh, we make it work. It's pretty adorable, you know. And like moving out here. Like your your first year, you have that fire. Like your was it is it still like that? I mean, after six months, you're like, I'm gonna move to Los Angeles. I'm gonna kick Los Angeles in the ass. Is that like, or did you come out here with like realistic expectation? Like, no, this is gonna be a grind, and I might have to work really I, hard. Yeah, I thought it, I thought it was gonna be a marathon for sure. I didn't think it was gonna be um, like a get rich quick scheme for sure. You right. know, but I. I've always just kind of, I've always kind of been grinding anyways. Like, this has right. been a grind since the beginning, so it's just a different grind. Yeah. Here. No, because I, I, when I first started acting, you just started doing comedy. You were doing stuff in Orlando at yeah. Bonkers. Mm-hmm. You were doing open mics in... Uh, yes, right? comedy in a hotel lounge. Right, yeah. <laughs> and, like, I would go with you, and I'd be the guy that 
does not go on stage or <laughs> like who's that guy? What is he doing? Here? <laughs> right, because we're so not used to people coming to watch us. It's right. not really just our own kind. Wait, you're not. Are you a com- are you a comic? You're, no, you're not a comic. No, why would you be we, watching comedy? Then? Yeah, yeah. Most of us just tagging along with you. And uh, and that, but that's fun. Like that was the thing I saw. I saw Louis C.K. recently talking about how he misses that. Yeah. So I try to like, I try to just enjoy all all of this. Like it's still fun. Like it's still fun. Right. You know. Yeah. So being like being a comedian, like a professional comedian, is like being poor but getting to do rich people shit. You yeah. know, yeah. like I had I went to Japan, but I didn't have I never had the money to go to Japan ever. Right. You know, right. Now. That's right. You did stuff for the troops, <laughs> didn't you? Yeah, yeah, for a bunch of. What was that like? Like, like, I mean, are they, like, hitting on you and shit? Like, because, I mean, they don't see women, right? I mean, the the odds were definitely in my favor. You know, it was, like, 30 to 1, so I definitely got hotter just by, you know, right. <laughs> by the law of supply and demand. Absolutely. You right. know what I mean? Um, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. We went to South Korea, um, mainland Japan, and Okinawa, and, like... Yeah, I saw some of the most gorgeous things that I would have never been able to afford to go see. Yeah, for sure. How At all that all while having maybe like a couple hundred bucks in my bank account. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. like that's what's really funny about it. As far as like, because I don't know, I don't know anything about comedy. I really don't. Like, I know I have respect for like how when you see someone up there and they're being really honest and they have a voice, like I can recognize that. Like, yeah. oh, that person's really confident with themselves. Well, I tried they, to they, do they, enough stand-up, bad right. stand-up and good stand-up. I think you could make the... Make the and so is, make, it, is it like getting gigs based off of um, how much time you have, right? Like uh, how much material you have? Like, you, Yeah, that's part of it. I mean, that, that would decipher which position you would play. Like you have the host, like in a standard stand-up situation you would have like a host and then um an opener or a feature and then you'd have a headliner right and it's usually like anywhere from five to 15 minutes 20 to 30 and then 45 to an hour where are you at are you you're headlining right i mean you're headlining i do both like i i for because i don't have a lot of tv credits right and so that's important that's very important because Especially like in the in the context of a comedy club, like they, your whole purpose is to sell booze for them and mozzarella sticks, right? Like they make money off of pe- people coming to their place and right. spending money. Um, that's what justifies them paying you. So if you come, and <laughs> nobody knows who you are, I mean, they might just come out for the experience, but right. like if you you have so you have to be a draw, like to be a real headliner like there's people that close that's what i would say is i i close yeah. i'm not a headliner right. like people aren't coming out specifically to see me yet you right. know or if it's for if i'm working with somebody that is like a headliner like a nationally like you know people who've been on tv a bunch and stuff like that um i would be featuring for them i usually open for them and so there, i do both is there anybody that's like um they calls like they call you I'm, I'm assuming it's a community just like anything else and it's like Sure. Oh, if you're available, like, like, is there someone that you recently worked with that is like, oh, it's pretty big? And I, well, yeah, I mean, that uh, I worked with Pops John Witherspoon from Friday. Nice. Like, he's always fun. I've worked with him a few times, and he's great. Um, and Tom, he's like, he'll he'll say he'll call you up and be like, hey, I'm in this city. Are you around? We worked together, and then he was just like, we had a we had a fun time, and then um, 
it was just like, hey, you know, hey, I'd like to work with you again. And then I got like two more. Is he like trying to sleep with you or? No, he's like 67. Oh, I don't know, man. Like, I mean, black guys, <laughs> guys kind of like that sort of thing, you know, like, I mean, you know, like they, they you're, you're a black guy's type, right? Am I? I don't know. I feel like you get hit on a lot by black guys. Okay. Uh, no. This is a weird, it took a weird turn. I, I mean, I just, I, I, I'm just like, I'm saying like, I don't know, like what is like, did that, is that, do you leverage being a woman in the industry? I mean, like, is that part of it? Like, I'm not trying to, I don't, I, mean, maybe um, I, am trying to get I don't pull, I don't pull this sex, like, cause I'm not that type, you know, right. you're like a, you're like, I'm a, like a tomboy, right. you know, like, so I've always been the, one of the guys ones. So I never, so I could hang. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not trying to fuck everybody around me. That's right. not my jam. But girls do that shit. For sure. No, I see it all the time. Yeah. I see like, it all well, the time. I mean, women use that as a leverage. I mean, it's, it's and just not, I'm saying all women, more, but like, it's, it's just one, it's just one more thing that you can't, like, I'm charming and right. likable. So I use those attributes to me, you know? Right. Um, right. But yeah, if, if people want to have sex with you, I mean, I don't. It's just like it's just like being mad at somebody for being pretty. It doesn't make any sense. That's just another skill that they have. Like that's just another that's attribute another gift that they have. That they yeah, have. they born with that. Yeah. There's something they can do about it. Yeah, exactly. What are you gonna get mad? Oh, fuck your fate. Your fucking I'm cheekbones. S- I'm sorry, Carmen. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Like I'm not. Like, <laughs> but it's still like it's still you can't you can't you can't not acknowledge that it's there and it's something that's that helps. You right. know. But that's always been part of my thing too. Is I've. I've kind of been, I've always wanted to be seen like past my sex. Right. So I've always tried, tried to make myself seem like sex isn't even an option. Sure. You know, um, that doesn't always work. You know, I still have the parts. So sometimes right. I still get, you know, people that are like, Hey, you know, and I'm like, ah, come on, buddy. Right. <laughs> no. Don't be that guy. Yeah. Yeah. We're working together. Right yeah. Are, are there, um, certain parts of the country that you work more than others like is there some places where you're like super popular like i know i do i do the midwest a lot i really like the midwest yeah. midwest uh southeast are my two like main regions that i do really well in yeah um and i do i do well in the, in the northeast too i don't i've i've been to the pacific northwest but right. i've i haven't ventured out there much i mean i don't i don't go to kansas or montana very often i mean yeah. there's just not enough people so there's like a big patch but I mean, I've performed in I think like thirty six states, thirty six or thirty seven. Are you states. trying to get all of them? You, sure, that, yeah, that'd be great. It's like part of your bucket list. Yeah, why not? All, all fifty. I'll just get them all. You just did um, laughs, right? Yeah, I saw the clip. Mm-hmm. When I saw the clip, and we're gonna show it to everybody. Yeah, three. Uh, I did three episodes this season. Nice. I did the first season, and then I did three episodes in the third season. So, oh wow! So you got featured three times this mm-hmm. past season. That's awesome. That's. Really I mean, cool. they're only like a minute. But okay. it's still cool because mm-hmm. they're showing your bits, right? Yeah. And the, the I, I I like that last I like the last bit that you shared mm-hmm. on your Facebook wall. It was um, about your dad because I've been over. So your, you've seen it firsthand. I've seen it. Yeah. So but it's, it's awesome. Dating has always been weird for me. I think it's just because I come from an odd family. Like my parents, they've been together for thirty years, you know. And my dad still hits on my mom, which I think is adorable. But he only does it when I have company over, and that's weird, you know, like. <laughs> Way to perv it up, Pops. Make dinner uncomfortable. And uh, it's hard to get mad at him because he looks like the Dos Equis guy. You know what I'm talking about? The most interesting man in the world. My dad looks exactly like that dude. He's got the slick back, salt and pepper hair, grizzled face, Latin accent. He's smooth, right? I like watching the kid work. He's got game. You know what I mean? 
but it's creepy because it's my mommy's cat calling from the kitchen. It's uncomfortable. We sit down and Edie's like, hey, baby. You're looking really good tonight, mama. I can't wait till you load the dishwasher later. I get to stare at your butt. You're looking good. I'm like, hey, tone that down, would you? No, 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 give me another glass of wine. I'm going to nail this chick tonight. Yeah. But I think it's hilarious. Is that like, right. most of your shit is just, most of your comedy is based off of your family? And what is it? Where do you, where it's do you get from? It's mainly, it's mainly, um, some of it's off my family, some of it's just, just off of opinions. It's usually based off of something that happened to me. Right. Or some kind of situation. And then, and then I go into like, my thoughts. Like, that's the whole thing. As I'm not, I've never been, um, and I'm not against anybody that does this. I've just never been into, like, talking about being abroad, you know? Right, so right. I'd like to talk to about myself, like, as, a, as an individual. Right. Just because I think that you can relate. Everybody can relate to just being a, per a, human a person. Being. A person, right. So it's like, yeah. I try to do stuff that unifies people, not, like, compartmentalizes them. This is how we're all different. It's kind know? of interesting because that's, that's, you know, the approach I take where I'm acting it's about the human condition mm, right at the end of the day right i mean like yeah. how are you going to impact somebody how are you going to be memorable you got to right how are you going to relate to them so like for instance like with my dad i think everybody has a story like either their parents or their friends parents that have had were they're just you know it's it's gross it's gross to see your parents be affectionate and stuff like which is so right. weird because you would want that you know sure. what's the opposite you want them to be fighting all the time that's horrible too so it's like we're never sat. We're never satisfied with the the relationship of our parents, you know, and um, unless we just don't even know about it. Right. But you know, my dad is very very vocal yeah. about wanting to bang my mom on her, you know, and especially Dude, when I have. Does he do over. it? Does he do it more when when he knows people are over? When like he, he knows me, yeah. When he's putting on a show, he's, for he's sure. totally doing like to, for sure, totally on purpose. That's the other reason why it's so aggravating. It's like. Really? You gonna perv it up now that yeah. we have guests? Because like when nobody's here, you know, you know, yeah. you know, you're like, I'm gonna go work on the boat. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go watch Narcos again. You know, I'm gonna go watch some documentary about Pablo Escobar. I love your parents. They're really great. They're amazing. I like them a lot better now. Now that you're like three thousand miles away. What? <laughs> not even. Like that. No, not like that. But um, more my dad. For that, but um, just because he's a, he's a bit much all the time. Yeah. Um, but no, just I think because I'm an adult now, and yeah. so it's less of they're less of authority figures, which I have a really hard time with. Sure. Um, yeah. Um, so now they're just like they're adults that I seek counsel from, and I talk. They're like fr they're like they're like it's, they're still my parents. I don't ever think about my parents like as my friends. You know, like some people have their right. uh, my best friend. Like I don't talk to them. I still talk to them and respect them like they're my parents. Right. But I have uh, there's like I think there's more of a mutual um, respect there now. It's like okay. the authority, and I feel like I don't know. That's a lot of artists and entertainers. For sure. Like it's like we don't want to work for anybody else. So it's like, what can I do where? I don't want to be told what to do. Right. <laughs> and as, as a comedian, like you're, you're everything, right? You're your own manager. You yeah. Do well, your especially, own especially since I'm at the point before all of that stuff. Right. Before having somebody do all the work for you. Right. You know, so I still do all of it. And, but you've been, ever since we were younger, you were doing your own graphics, mm -hmm. you were doing Photoshop, you are using the camera. Mm -hmm. And now 
do you feel like you have a leg up on other comedians? Because because the, these guys are not, a lot of people are not good at, you know, social media and playing the game and right. the presentation of it all and making, right. and making it seem like a show. Do you feel like that definitely works in your benefit? For sure. I think, I think it helps. I think anything helps, though, you know. Um, some people, uh, I have a friend of mine who's like a sound engineer and he's right. a comic, so he has, his audio is always on point. Pressing. For his shows or... For, for shows, if he wants to do an album, he can record it himself, you know, and... Yeah. If he wants to do voiceover work, he can do that too. He can set up his own stuff, you know, because right. that's what he. So I think everybody ends up bringing their own kind of little bits of uh, of talents and skills and stuff like that into it. Yeah, and that's just kind of always been like, I I was a photographer before I did stand up, so I I still like it. I still go to shows and just take pictures of comics just yeah. because I like to, and it's plus it's always like a it's like a fun challenge to see to be able to capture moments that are at, that are happening so fast do you yeah. ever like take those pictures and a comic that you don't know like reach out to him and say hey i snagged this picture of you for sure i did i took pictures of alonzo bowden and oh um, i ran into him i've actually served he's him great at, when i first moved here at boston yeah. market and i recognized him from the girl next door mm-hmm. he's like the guard in that yeah and i'm like hey you're this guy he's, he's like, great oh, yeah. he seems he's like so a, funny yeah he's a he's a cool dude he's a really nice guy yeah, dude. Like he's always been really humble and always nice, and doesn't act like a. He's not pretentious, you know. No, um, and that's the thing that I've noticed, that especially about being out here, is I had such a high expectation of like the level of douche. And I, I, and to cut you off, I felt like you for a long time were like, uh, LA, mm, like you yeah. had this stigma about it. And I think now that you're here, you're like, it's fucking LA. It's like it's cool. Yeah, it's way cooler than I thought it was gonna be. Right. Um. Because yeah, I thought that. I thought it was just gonna be like. People were going to open with how many Twitter followers they have and sure. stuff like that. And it was going to be... And there is that here. Um, but I just know so many people here already and none of them are like that. Right. And even... Like, and they're all at different levels of what you would call success, I right. guess. And everybody's for the most journey. part, everybody's cool. Yeah. You know, everybody's cool. And I think maybe... It might be just because I've already... They were cool before. Right. But... Um, and nobody's changed. I hear that. I hear, like, sometimes people, whenever they pop, like... They change, right? Um, but I haven't really experienced that yet. So, and you you mentioned Twitter followers, people throwing that out there. Like, do you do you put um do you stress your social media? Like, do you put effort into that? I try, I try to. Um, I don't know what the formula is. I think I, I feel like I think you have to throw more money at it. To be honest, you just gotta like you think you think paying for it is kind of like one of the things that no, people do. No, like, like, like paying for followers. followers. No, no, no. I don't mean like that. But I mean like investing in um you know because there's people Content. who. Yeah, content, you have to be constantly, so I try to do that, I try to create content all the time, but right. I just, um, that's the part where I just it's don't, I don't know, yeah, it is I mean, it's like, you have, it's a, it's its own job, you have to do it, if you're going to do that, you have to be constantly putting in content, and then but if that's you get I mean, people, like, they're going to have to, like, they're going to be expecting yeah. content from me, if you fall off, then it's like, this person's not doing shit. Right. But that's the other thing, too, is, is I think people, sometimes people will just pay for somebody to manage their social media to build it. Right. You know, and then you have, like, a concise list of things that you need to do in order to build it. Right. And I just don't have the money for that yet. Sure. <laughs> so is, I just there, try to, like... Is there something that you do, like, all the time? Like, all right, I'm going to do, like, you, like, I know I'm going to make this post, or I'm going to do this show, so it's like you're pretty consistent about that. Like, is there something that you absolutely always post? Uh, I always post about everything that I'm doing, and I always post, like, I like, um, 
just because from, I'm, you know, I lived on the road for like five years, so I'm just so used to posting about where I'm at and where I'm going and what I'm doing and stuff. Right. And just kind of showcasing um, the adventure. Like, I like the adventure. The adventure's a big adventure. adventure. Yeah. Huge adventure. Yeah, I mean, it's what's in New York. It's so exciting when you're on the road. Mm -hmm. Regardless of where you're going, you could be in the most obscure town. Yeah. And it's, like, awesome. You, yeah, you can make some killer content in Paducah, Kentucky. It's possible. Right. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. You wouldn't think so, but it's quite possible. You know, or you're in Omaha, Nebraska, and you find this, like, old candy store slash antique store slash weird milkshake shop. You're right. like, all right, you guys. Yeah. Let's get, have let's you, get have weird. Have you seen this? Yeah, exactly. And, uh, and it was actually really fun, you know? Yeah. So it's just, uh, I do a lot of that. I do a lot of, like, sharing, um... And I think that that would be something that I would really want to do is like a, a travel show just right. because I'm good at it. Right. You know. That'd be fun, like a, a comedy travel traveling show where mm -hmm. it's like you're mixing the two and like making fun of stuff along the way. For sure. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, nobody steal that. Nobody steal that shit. <laughs> Seriously, don't do that. You're, that's not cool. Um, so, I mean... So we're talking the, the whole this whole thing. The reason why I'm doing this is because it's the struggling artist. I'm inviting people that I believe in that I've been following for a long time. You're one of my dear and close friends. I love you. I love you too. Oh, no, I really do love you though. No, I, no, seriously. Okay. Not, <laughs> yeah. not just because the camera's there, not, like I do love you. And like, I, I want to like you know, I want to educate people on not just you hear you see all the everybody Google's somebody's success stories. There's so many like successful people that have interviews, but it's like I feel like there's the in between is like the come up is not documented. Right. Like the there's is, always, like, on my, on my end, on, on a comedian's end, there's always a documentary about people doing open mics, and then there's always documentaries about comedy from people who are famous. Right. Nobody ever really talks about the part in the middle, which right. is all of the work. Right. And that's where I'm like, this is where nobody, nobody sees this. Yeah. Everybody just sees oh, overnight success, and that's not necessarily And that's part the of the reason why I think everybody thinks they could just do it. Everybody right. thinks they could just be an actor or a right. writer or anything creative, and it's just like... No, it's it's way harder than we make it. Look. <laughs> yeah. It's way harder than we make it yeah. look, you know. Sure, like, you know, you'll get on, you know, you'll do uh, a movie or a play or something, right. and they just only ever see the, the end product. They don't right. see you the two months or the year before. Yeah, you preparing for it, right? You know, they don't see. Um, well, I mean, mine's pretty easy. I just bullshit with my friends. That's like, that's the way. Yeah, but, but they don't that's see me doing time. That's right. That's, that's, there's habits to that. You they know, don't see me interrupting people's seafood dinner, trying to force comedy on them. Right. You know, and that's the part that where that's where like like a lot of the cool shit happens. That's, yeah. Those are all the stories that like people publish later. And as you're doing it, do you ever sit there and think, okay, this is a struggle. I'm not making any money, but you're completely enjoying it. Like absolutely. That's the I think that's the give and take. Is like right because you're you're like poor, I wouldn't poor have my life time. any mm -hmm. other way because I'm entertaining. I'm doing what I what I, what I dreamed about doing. Plus, it's like fun. Like it's fun. Yeah. Like it's not a job at all. This, even when it's awful, this is fun. Like I'm this just, is like, I'm having a great time. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Okay, so one thing you have to do every day to feed your artists, like meditation, um, is it writing. Like, what is it? What do you have to do every day? Like, what is it something that I you usually get on stage? I have to get on stage. You have to try to make you make an effort, like wherever you can get time in, you get time in. I have to. I have to. Well, I'm at the point now. I'm I'm in so deep. I can't go a long time without being on stage. Like, I turn into a monster. You get pissed, or you're angry, I'm just irritable. Or... Like, just turn into a real bitch. So it is. It's it's, 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 it's therapeutic for you. For sure. Um, 
especially if it if things are if things are really hard like sometimes I'll try to not I'll just be like I just need to pull away but right I always feel better after I get off stage right it doesn't matter like I, I remember probably one of the hardest sets I ever had to do I was I was in Cincinnati and I had never worked there before I didn't know anybody in that town and I it was like an hour before I went on stage I got a call and found out that my friend of like 12 years died and like shot to the head like a real awful we don't know if it's suicide like we didn't know anything and so I had to go and make people la laugh like and I was and kind of make yourself laugh right well, or kind of, a kind of keep it like, at that point I was just trying to keep it together and do my job at the same time you know um, and that's the part that I think it is where we we do have to work you know, because it doesn't matter where you are emotionally, mm -hmm. how you feel, what's going on in your life. None of that matters. The show matters, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's um, that's the element, I think, of sacrifice that most people don't have to do. You can't call into work, you know. Right. If somebody dies in your family and you work a nine-to-five, you take a day off. Sure. You know, you, we don't get that as a the show. The show must go on. Exactly. So I think that's the... That's like the give and take where it's and, like, and since you ha and since you need it every day, um, you want to do it every day. Yeah. Some days, obviously, there's not a stage or a mic open. How? What are some of the creative ways that you find a way to get some time on stage? You know, like um, how do you you just call somebody and be like, listen, I just need you get can I get three minutes? Like, can I get five minutes? Like, how? Well, there's. I mean, especially here, there's always uh, somewhere to go. There's always time here. Um, but when I was out on the road, I would, I would do that if I was like, if I had a couple days off, I would try and find a mic that was like within an hour right. driving. Is there like a site that you go to? No, it's just, it's all been, for me, it's all been, I'm certain there is, but it's, for me, it's all been mainly word of mouth. Right. You know? And so you know enough comments to be like, hey, I'm over here, do you? You just kind of trading. Oh, there's a good spot over here. Check it out. Hey, there's a there's a mic over here. There's a show over here. I could probably call somebody and right. see if I can get you a few minutes. Like that that whole thing. And like those. And that just keeps building and building to the point. Like like I said, like from being on the road for so long, I built there was this there's this huge community. Like, right. So now it's like when I go back to Minneapolis, it's like coming to a home. Right. You know, I go there and there's a bunch of people that I know. I I know I can get on stage. You, you know, place to crash where they put you up, or most places put you up, or. I mean, if it, if you're doing like a comedy club gig, they always put you up for the days that you're working. Right. Um, some independent gigs will put you up. Some of them won't. Right. Um, that's the independent stuff is way more like you're like a traveling band. You just kind of you have to figure it out on your own. Or if not, you're sleeping in the car. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm like again, charming, non-threatening. I don't. You, you don't ever. ever. You haven't. You have. Been, have I you think I slept in my car once. Once. In and you've been doing six, this for five, so now like almost eleven years, nine, nine years. Nine years. Uh, well, I guess this year I did once as well, so twice. And I don't like get like some comics will get hotel rooms. I don't. I think I've. They've I think I've gotten hotel rooms. For you? It but, is. Yeah. Um. I know. If, you know I know. I know enough people. I can come. I can come surf. I think I've only gotten a hotel room maybe like three times, and it was just a bone-in. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah, so you gotta you gotta get it in. I'm a, I'm a grown lady. I can't just be boning my car all the whole, the whole time. Sure. Know? Yeah. No. So. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> so, if you could, if you could give one 
if you get, I don't necessarily want. If you give anybody that's watching that wants that's an aspiring um, comedian actor a piece of advice, and just getting into the industry or just kind of like testing the waters, what would you say? I think as far as being being an artist and being a good one, um, I think it's a perfect balance of. Uh, delusion and self-awareness mm. you know because um and when the balance is off that's when you get the douchey guy who's arrogant but doesn't have the talent to back it and doesn't you know what i mean or the other way where their self-hating is so ridiculous that they ne their talent never really gets to get showcased Man, yeah so it's just um it's really just about like constantly balance. yeah it's about a balance and it's yeah. about checking yourself too you know like um because you're gonna make mistakes. You're gonna make mistakes. You're gonna right. make mistakes. Even even now, like I yeah, I, mean, I totally I made a mistake recently that was awful. Oh my god, that's right. You just did. You just did a show. I did a thing. We can't talk about it. Okay, um, right. We can't say the legal name. Reason, but I did a I did a thing on a show, and because I posted about it, um, they pulled the episode, and I had to give them money back that they paid me for it. Okay, so you did this show. Mm -hmm. You posted on social media somewhere yeah. that you did this show, and I how was, you and how you got. How, yeah, because I I I, I fabricated. You, so you just completely lied to get on the show. Yeah. Right. We can say that. Yeah. 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 You lied, right? I, I mean, did. Like, I mean, you you got me into something. I mean, <laughs> no, was, you. I I did the I did the play uh -huh. this past summer, and I invited you. You came out. Thank you for coming, by the way. Yeah. And. Um, uh, fuck it, I can say it. Uh, Samuel French mm -hmm. owns the rights to this play, and um, you posted on famous Facebook or something like. I think go was, check out. I think yeah. it's Facebook. Or I was just like, pro promoting the play. Hey, sure, yeah, my buddy's doing out. this play. You gotta see it. It's great. And really, it's I'm to blame because I did, and this is part of being a struggling artist. Like, we decided to do six shows, or we decided to do eight shows, but we only bought six six days or six six nights for the rights. Mm -hmm. And um, clearly on the program, it has the dates, and you posted on it. Samuel French sent me in. Their legal team sent me an email saying, hey, you did eight shows. You only bought six. You owe us money. Mm. So and you, you and social media, the, the moral story is don't post shit. Anything. Ever. <laughs> just gets you in trouble. Because I, I ended up having to pay. And that's what I had to pay. Like, I thought, it, would, I like thought it's it would a be a free show. Yeah. yeah. And in hindsight, it was a, it was a, like, I, I, it was a mistake for sure. Right. I, I messed up. And. Because it's some, you, yeah, I'm assuming you had a non disclosure agreement. Yeah. Which sucks because, like, I thought it was going to be, I thought it was going to be, like, um, like a pro like promoting it. Sure, yeah, getting people to watch. You know? and I and I did. And, and it I was totally like blanked. I totally blanked on the, on the non-disclosure, like because the er, the episode hadn't aired yet. So I totally blanked on, on that. And it was a rookie move. You know, this was like one of the first things I've ever done. Yeah, yeah. Whenever and, I go on set, I like talk to the makeup lady first. I'm like, hey, can I take pictures? Yeah. She's like, yeah, but you can't post the name of the show or whatever. I just did something. So you can't talk. You can't say what show or whatever. And it's like. It's it's kind of bullshit because it's like, hey, I'm here on set. Yeah. And everybody kind of wants what set? Yeah. Well, I can't I can't tell you that. Yeah. It's one of those things. But it's it's like a weird like fine line because you're supposed to be constantly promoting promoting yourself, yourself right. because that's you know. But then they, they, the producers or the talent well, you can't really say you can't what say it is, what it is you know yeah. or even if even if you can say what it is you can't say what you're doing. So it's just, it's, it's weird.
if I was doing a show, I'm supposed to fall off the face of the earth for three months, and then and then what, all of a sudden and then all of a sudden yeah exactly. So crazy. what am I supposed to like? What kind of content? Well, I mean, and I I feel like part of social media and doing that too is because I've done stuff in the past where I worked really hard for a year to make something, and you're like. You're getting people to come over and like the page, and yeah. then sometimes some of this stuff falls through, and then you have people hitting you up going, "Hey, whatever happened? To that? What? Yeah, what happened to what that, happened to that thing? What happened to that thing? And that sucks too. So it's like it's trying to find a fine line between like, um, and and I always feel weird about that. Like whenever opportunities happen, I don't like to post about it too sure. early. Right. Um. So that's the other reason why I was just really kicking myself in the ass for it was just a really dumb, it was a really dumb mistake, and um. I think what I feel worst about is like I built kind of a relationship with the producer, you yeah. know, and I really, uh, I really liked him. Like we text and stuff and talking. Like he helped, like his help hang me out, out afterwards or hang out offset. He, well, or... just like help me out as far as like ways to make money in town and stuff. Like just really cool in this, you know. I cost them a lot of money, and that that really sucks. Yeah, you did. You I mean, I cost them a whole episode. Yeah, they wasted a whole day. But I don't understand why they have to scrap the whole day based off of a post because it's like, well, people are going to catch wind that this main they, – they want to make sure that it looks real. Right. And so if, and if people catch wind that it's, hey, this is completely fake, right. which everything is. Which is weird because I found out about the thing on Craigslist. Right. You know? You, don't, you wouldn't think it would be that serious. And it was it – was, the way it was written, they were looking for real, and it was real was in quotes. So I gave them a real, a real in right. quotes. Right, you went method. I did, <laughs> and I did, and I cried on the TV and everything. Yeah. And it was man, that, that's the other thing that's really upsetting is when you when you fuck up like that. Is I'm never gonna get to see that footage ever. You took the approach of like an actress, right? Yeah. So, is that like the end game for you as far as a comedian? Is it like? You're doing comedy as a way to act, or you're doing comedy because that's your first passion and that's what you that's want to do. That's my sharpest tool, and I I want that to always be my sharpest tool. It's my favorite. Right. I enjoy acting because it's really fun. Right. I really I like it, and yeah. I like voiceover, and I like I like all of those things. I like not being myself. I like being characters right. and stuff like that. But I also. I mean, it's you come to a point where you've cre you have this voice that you have, and so now you want to you want to use it all the time because right. now the older you get, the more opinionated you are because you have more knowledge and more experience. So now I just want to talk about whatever the fuck I want to talk about, and I can't do that everywhere for a decent wage without doing other things. Is there an end game to comedy? Like, I mean, like it's I'm sorry, it's it's evolving as you mature and you change as a person and you learn and you go through things. I think like, it, what it is, varies what is on the person. Yeah. You know, I think some people. Likes like I mean you have like the the Rob Schneiders who did stand up in the very beginning and then went to sketch and movies right and now he's coming back to stand up you know so you have those people you have people who um, didn't even really do stand up before but are now doing stand up and then you have people like Kevin Hart who is just killing it he's do he does all of it he does all of it and so that's one of those things that I can't talk about oh yeah yeah. Um, <laughs> you see what I just did there? Yeah, I did. Because I didn't talk about it. You did. And I guess lastly, I think, you know, wrap it up, you know, this, the show is about the struggling artist 
But I mean, that's what I'm saying is you do things like that. Like the mistake that I made, I was doing it because I was like, I need to make money to stay here in a, you know, to keep struggling here. This is a good concept. So it's, it's by any means necessary. And, but, uh, yeah, I messed up. I'm sorry. I am too. I, I feel I'm wearing, I'm wearing the egg on my face. What does it mean to be, um, a struggling artist, or what does it mean to embrace the struggle to you? I think it just means doing whatever. You, I mean, I've I've done other things too that I I don't think I'm I don't think I should say, right. but um, just to be able to keep doing it. That's it. Just keep doing it no matter what. That's what it means to embrace the struggle. Like pretty much, you're like you're, you're in the middle of the shit. Like, I have no not, money, and like, what is it? What is What's this it for? Like for acting, you know, people get real bummed out. They don't get a call back. They don't get this. They don't. They don't get. They don't get these things. You know, and it happens with comics too. Like, we didn't get on that TV show. We didn't get the gig we wanted. We didn't get the money we wanted. We, all of that stuff. But at the same, like, you, I think it's it's just constantly having to remind yourself. But I'm still cheating. I'm still like like I'm still cheating at le- like. The struggle isn't so much of a struggle because of how fun it is what we're doing. Mm. So to remember that, I think, it's, is what, it's it, like, it's what keeps you going. You know, yeah. like, you, I'm, it's in the middle of the day. I'm not at a job right now. Right. I'm doing, this is what I'm doing. You right. know, this is what I get to do with my time. And I think that's the other thing, too, is you get the, you get the free, like, a lot more freedom to do whatever you want with your time. Right. And I think that's worth struggling for, you know. Yeah. Um, I think what you, what you can. It's just not. It's just not stopping. I think that's the thing. Is like because it is. It's never not a grind, no matter what level it's at, until you get into the top, what seven percent of people. Ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, like like you know what I mean. Uh, Steve Buscemi is still going out for shit. You know what I'm saying? Like he's still auditioning. Exactly. Totoro is he's, going out for shit yeah. still. Like people are still it's still constantly like work. I love you know? that you mentioned Totoro. Oh, he's amazing. He's phenomenal. He's so amazing. He's so good. And um and that and that's what that's what it is, is like even if you have money you still like want to do it. Right. And um and I think that's what the struggle I think kind of reminds you that we did all of this, we went through all of this shit to be able to do this freely. Right. And, and that's not, what I think, I think that that's what I think it is, is, is I just want to be able to be, to do this without having to worry. Um, Carmen. Yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I love you so much. I love you too. I'm a, I'm not only like one of your closest friends, but I'm a fan. Like that's I really appreciate, sweet. I really appreciate you coming and hanging out with me in my office here. Your office slash bedroom. Right. <laughs> right. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, hopefully you'll come back again, right? Absolutely. Sweet. I really, I, seriously, continued success. You're killing it. I'm so proud of you. I'm here in the middle, you know, and enjoying we'll, it. We'll, we'll, we'll embrace the struggle together. Yeah. Cool. Thanks.